Olaf presents Guess Who's Coming to State Dinner. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And we all owe Assassinating 911 an apology. I've been working on a Type 5 about Lincoln. Got that material nice and ready. Fresh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one. This one, man. Uh, yeah. It, it's a, at least they acknowledge it is the thing. To me, there are fewer funny jokes than in Love Bites. Mm-hmm. Uh, to this, and this is my least favorite episode of the season. Mm-hmm. I think this is uh, boring and not very funny. Yes. Uh, don't yeah. care for it. Uh, this one written, it's a, it's a public joint, and you can kind mm-hmm. of tell because of, you know, it's pretty light on digression, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had Ben, Ed- ben Edlund uh, in here. He gets a writing credit on it, too. Uh, and it mm-hmm. originally aired September 10th of 2006. It's important to yes. say what year it is because a lot of the humor is very outdated. Very dated. <laughs> and they they talk about it in the book and on the commentary. They kept trying to make Bud Manstrong work. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a follow-up on careers in science um, with Bud, Bud, Bud Manstrong. Um, Gargantua 1 crashes. And mm-hmm. uh, Bud Manstrong is receiving honors at the White House about it. And they both agree that there's something to Bud Manstrong. They, mm-hmm. They're friends with the guy who did the vocal performance. They like things about him. He just never found the right episode, which yeah. I probably agree with. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's something there. I understand why that character appeals. It just it never works. Um, and I, I kind of get it. I, I'm sympathetic to the to the boys in this one, even though I don't want to see this episode again. You know, and uh, they, they tried it twice, right? They they, they mm-hmm. had the first one, and I don't think that Careers in Science is a is a bad is, no, is a bad all. episode. It's weird. It's on. They, it's off. It's on. It's off. It's on. It's off. <laughs> yeah. It's on. It's off. Yeah. <laughs> It's called blinking. It's a good episode. Yeah. No, yeah. but but you know, so they say, okay, let's 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 give him another try in in a different context, and like. I would go so far as to say that something that kills him is the vocal performance to a certain degree because everything takes so long yeah, to man, say. I'm glad you said that. I was just about to say that. It, yeah. It's very measured. He's yeah. a pacing killer. Yes. In a like you kind know? of in a similar way to underbite, actually. Yeah. You know, with yeah. his hemming and hawing and just kind of overplaying the neuroticism and, you know, it's you're you the impropriety <laughs> yeah which is again it's kind of a funny idea but uh-huh. it, it's kind of the opposite like of the uh, ghost of sargasso where this would work better on the page because you read faster than you hear mm-hmm. you know so like that it's like oh this wasn't very funny on the page and they had to assure me that it'd be funny on the screen mm-hmm. this is something where i could see how it's funny on the page oh he's an uptight it, loser it like, yeah yeah, he's just a tight loser, and he's got this very specific sense of neuroses. Um, but on the screen, it just kills the pace. Mm-hmm. Um, very season one feelings. Yes. Yeah, really, really disconnected from the rest of the season and the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and full of them trying to do political humor, but also in a weird, misguided way, trying to be bipartisan. Yeah, um, in a way that is always bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is better to have a perspective. Yep. 
in all writing, not just comedy, Mm -hmm. but it is, especially in comedy, it's better to have a perspective than try to just like play both sides as being fucking stupid. Yeah. And so what you end up with is, isn't an amalgamation of some late night lines about presidents wacky. Uh, you know like why even have the fucking president in this guys i you know and like like yeah they they talk about how they wanted to uh make it yeah they wanted the venture brothers to interact with the real world mm -hmm. and they were like oh like it's kind of fun like he's up there at the white house and like i kind of get that as a set piece uh, yeah you know but they had nothing to say about it Mm -hmm. you know and they very specifically had nothing to say about it or wanted to say because they wanted to like again not be too political yeah or whatever so you end up with like all kinds of late night comedy jokes from 1996 and 2002. Yep. And a lot of LBJ energy. Yep. Which, and, uh, which isn't Dan- from, you know, anybody. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like Dana Snyder's performance. It's like, we'll make Clinton cigar jokes. Uh, but also Dude. like have a bit of a, have a bit of like George W. Bush energy. Cause they can't say nuclear. <laughs> yeah. And that, that cigar joke thing is one of the weirdest. Yeah. Like when you think about what actually happened there and the fact that like Jay Leno was talking about it five nights a week for like mm-hmm. three months, it's just very weird to think about three like, decades. the monster <laughs> Jay Leno just talking about penetrating vaginally, a, you know, a yeah. young girl with little power with a cigar. Yeah. Just over and over and over. There's a, there's a very good yeah. podcast I'm listening to called you're wrong about, um, mm-hmm. that specifically goes back to, uh, you know, uh, stories like high profile stories from the eighties and nineties, think like from satanic panic down to like Tanya Harding or whatever. And the consistent mm-hmm. villain is late night comedy because like it reevaluates and says, Hey, this, this picture that you have about this person who did this thing, uh, is wrong and bad. And the villain yeah. is, oh, you know, one of the villains is always news media and late night comedy who just Leno, right? fucking just dine specifically on the suffering of women and Jay Leno's yeah. weird, mean, like just just fucking awful version of comedy that is always just punching down uh yeah. factors in quite frequently yeah the the uh, oh L- lorena bobbitt did something funny just in a contextless situation uh-huh there's no reason for her to have done that nope um <laughs> you know isn't it funny uh yeah just a horrible Ugh. um so you're very hacky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Public says he was kind of under the gun to write this. Like he did a draft and had to wrap it up really quick. Um, you know, he ended up having to cut tons of stuff mm-hmm. uh, to make it fit time. But a lot of the stuff he cut to make it work ended up taking a, a lot of the jokes. Um, yeah. He, you know, is too late to change course. Jackson Public, like the part or Doc Hammer in the book is just like, I have nothing to say about this episode. Exclamation <laughs> point is like, you know, and then he goes on to talk about it, but it's, yeah. and you can tell that they don't like the episode because during the commentary and the book, they just talk about how well painted the backgrounds are. Yep. Like it's the only thing they say about the episode during one of the more uniquely uninformative commentaries. Yeah. Uh, on, on the season. And th- you know, that's, that's the venture brothers thing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I was already kind of frustrated with this episode made me more frustrated to spend more time in this world where I wasn't even getting insight into why they did it. Mm-hmm. I just got a couple like mumbled, you know, apologies and then just kind of busting, you know, Mike Sinterklaas's uh, balls, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause he's Dean. Yeah. It's um, it's fun to, it's deep. fun to hear his natural like speaking voice and to like hear him talk about just oh my job in the industry like oh I run the studio and like all that mm-hmm. and then to have them you know just try to make him uncomfortable by being themselves you know busting balls is fun you know very fun <laughs> yeah. I love that I love that do rock it's mm-hmm. like I, you know I love male energy in that way <laughs> um, the uh, 
I, I really like the part in the commentary where Doc Hammer is talking about what it's like to make love to him. He's <laughs> like making love to a, a nine-year-old's conception of making love where he, like he gets out the feathers and the magic shell <laughs> like with Kriya and stuff. And that, that part made me laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is uh, not a great commentary and a bad episode. And let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, very few things in this I think are actually like pretty funny. Right. Um, we, we start off with Gargantua 1 plummeting in the atmosphere with Bud Manstrong piloting it, uh, going on at length about, you know, a mayday, mayday. Mm-hmm. And Anna, Anna Baldwin, gets up and does something to stop the station from crashing into the city. Yeah. Um, however, Bud Manstrong survived instead of her. Right. Yeah. And we get, you know, a little montage here of magazine covers and articles and stuff like that about him, you know, being greeted as this national hero. It's not made explicit what he did i think the idea is this thing crashed but he stopped it from like landing in a city or something like that yeah yeah and he didn't really do it but the idea that he's taking credit for it doesn't get full yeah you know, kind of shrift yeah um, here and the venture brothers are invited to this uh and you know to this ceremony because they own because he owns the the space station it's like it wasn't bud manstrong's mm-hmm. station that almost crashed. It was mine. <laughs> he, thinks, you know? he thinks I should be getting that medal because I owned it. It's like, he says it'd yeah. be like giving a medal to the seat. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, very, very good. You know, funny Brock or funny uh, doc stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's just, I, I like how he calls him luck Rogers. And yeah. uh, it's very clear that he had been workshopping it because he also had a second worse idea. Yeah. And, like flash mm-hmm. in the pan Gordon, I think is what it was going to yeah. call him. And Brock, you know, Brock I, I like is just like bit. saying like, Oh geez, man. Like, <laughs> All the good stuff from this just comes from the core cast. Yes. Yeah. Um, we get introduced to a, a character who uh, they gratefully never brought back. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy named Hauser, who is supposed to be like a tough version of Brock who went legit in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they have this rivalry. Again, yeah. this doesn't really go anywhere. It's it's weird how slow this episode is and still feels overstuffed. Yeah. Like you get the beginnings of a lot of plots. Right, right. Where like Hauser is, you know, talking down to him and like implies that he has the ability to demote him, but he couldn't yeah. demote him any further. Uh, it's yeah. the, the relationship is weird and it ends on a joke that I like where, you know, just somebody alludes to, uh, oh, like, oh, we were in Nam together, but it wasn't during the war, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, like that's fun. Yeah, you know, like in uh, like in it's always sunny when it's Frank sunny. says, "Yeah, you know, I was in Nam. Yeah. It was like 1993, and you were there to set up a sweatshop." <laughs> it's it's a funny joke that I've seen too many times now. Yes, yeah, you know, it, it's just uh, yeah, it I, has played out mm-hmm. to me. It's also we've already done the like him trying to leverage this against Brock feels very season one as well because yeah. the, the point that we're at with Brock is that he's happy. Yes. You know, this is his family. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not feel like this is a demotion. And that's one of the cool things about his character is that like, he feels proud of this because he loves these people mm-hmm. regardless of whether it's a joke job. Right. You know, for assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this dinner where uh, Bud Manstrong is regaling the crowd talking about his heroism, uh, you know, and this thing. Um, and Rusty, uh, you know, wants to get everyone's attention. Rusty wants to make it star of the show. Again, we also just did this story mm-hmm. with Fallen Arches. Yeah. Where somebody is getting accolades and Rusty wants them. Um, while Bud Manstrong's uh, mom uh, keeps trying to uh, get Brock to fuck Yeah. Her. She's drunk and belligerent and uh, as, horny. Yeah, and horny as hell. She is, uh, mm-hmm. as Brock says Old later, tr- trying to trying to free Nelson Mandela free Nelson. under the table. <laughs> yeah. yeah, trying to pull out his dick. 
because uh, you know how women hit their sexual peak at the age of like 70. <laughs> uh, that's what's happening here. Men, women age like wine, three. men age like cheese. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and she knows who he is because, and, and we have to kind of be reminded of this as well, mm-hmm. that Brock and Manstrong have a history. Yes. You know, careers in science is an early episode in season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, you know, she she's hot for him, even though he beat up her son and left him for dead. Like it, yeah. we end careers in science, thinking that Manstrong is going to be drifting off into space because of yes. be, because he gets blasted into Gargantua One's like main window as the rocket takes off. But he is fine. Yes, uh, Manstrong doesn't have a memory, uh, kind of setting up what's going to be the plot here. Yes. Like weird things are going on. Mm-hmm. Um, he woke up in a hospital in Iranistan. Right. Uh, doesn't have any memory. Uh, when he tries to remember more, um, he flashes back to the surgeons talking about the procedure being a success. Yes. Um, they, setting up our obvious uh, Manchurian candidate. Right. Yeah. Kind of they mentioned something about a chip. All of this is kind of a misdirection, but we're led to believe that he is uh, that he is up to no good because of because of some uh, movers and shakers. Uh, the president gets up in his LBJ kind of way and uh, goes to give a toast to Bud, but Bud's mom, uh, you know, gets up and you know speaks truth to power and says, "Oh, you're just using my son to cover up your administration's crappy record." And is and 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 her son Bud is you know just in agony over the way that she is talking, breaking decorum, all of that, and she goes on to talk about how his dad couldn't find the G spot, like, okay. <laughs> It's it's a man. They again like finding the G spot jokes is kind of like putting on condom jokes. Yep. And things or like how big do these people think vaginas are? <laughs> do you, like you can, you think you can you look everywhere map? in a moment of seconds. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not like it's not if, if what's happening is you're not. It's, it's not that you're not finding it. It's not a fucking portal to Narnia, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's not a walk-in <laughs> closet. Like, you, it's not a junk drawer in a stranger's house. Like, right. you, you can find it. I promise you. <laughs> It's uh, just, you know, just incredible. And then it's just Bud's, you know, one joke. <laughs> right, right. Like, mother. Um, yeah. Uh, Rusty asked Bud to help him get close to the president. Uh, and Miss Manstrong, uh, the mom, orders him not to give anybody anything. And when she orders him some, something, his eyes get all weird. Right. Again, foreshadowing the mom control here. Mm-hmm. Um, while this is happening, the ghost of Abraham Lincoln is watching. So ghosts are real and not just the intangible fancy. Yes. Um, I, the, in the episode and the commentary, they talk about how the Abraham Lincoln stuff is the best stuff in this episode. Nope. I am sick of this. I, uh-huh. I don't like this. Um, I don't think there are any good jokes with Abraham Lincoln in it. Nope. Um, the last like, thing I can about, think Abraham Lincoln is funny, but the last thing, the last Abraham, Sim- Abraham Simpson, Abraham Lincoln joke that mm-hmm. I laughed at was the whitest kids, you know, where he gets assassinated because he's just talking shit from the balcony. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, this is funny. Yeah. You know, this is the worst experience I've had in a theater. Yeah, like I, you know, there was a he showed up in heaven in a late period Simpsons I watched. Yeah, and he was talks about how 30, sad he Gary? was. Hey Gary, was it season one? Okay, cool. Um, he he talks about how uh, sad he was that his biopic got bested by Argo, and he says the worst experience he's had in a theater. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good, good. I like that. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. man, I'm telling you the good jokes in late season. Yeah, no, it's also I, really horny, man. Oh, the Marge and Homer. It's a subplot in every episode that they can't find time to fuck. And I, I want to know if there's an origin episode for this or something, but like <laughs> it is way hornier. And they're, they're I, the bar- real answer is because it's easier to make jokes about that. But yeah, well, they're borrowing some of that Family Guy heat where they're like secretly like ultra kinky or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's <sighs> ultra kinky. They just fuck all the time. Yeah, 
all the time. There's a thing where they sneak into a basement to fuck, and I'm like, is this a running joke from an earlier season I missed? Yeah. Um, anywho, so the ghost of Abraham Lincoln is here. <laughs> the dinner ends because Brock stands straight up and says, come on, lady. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not is, into it. Know, Take a hint or whatever. Not into it. Yeah. Uh, she's <laughs> trying to pull his dick out. Yeah, he stands up and he sprays wine everywhere uh, out of his mouth, including all over the boys, uh, which yeah. sets up their... There's a plot where they're staying the night in the Lincoln bedroom, but nobody else is staying the night. It's not like bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's also, they, uh, Hank is telling a joke to a, a diplomat about Johnny Deeper. Hmm. Uh, you know, and the only good part about that subplot to me is the delivery. Yeah. Uh, Hank's enthusiasm saying Johnny Deeper and the diplomat being like, but what happened to Johnny Deeper? Uh, I think is funny. Even I, if it is just accent joke. I had no idea what johnny deep uh, i have no idea what that oh. meant until i until i like saw it on the wiki or whatever it's is it's it is big, it literally just about a, a about a young boy who uh gets that's into... really raped yeah okay yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> it's one of those jokes yeah the 80s you know, were weird uh, huh <laughs> yeah just, you know you just have a kid uh and and use him as a stud and have that be the subject of a joke like you'd ramble and rose style yeah okay back in the day okay uh, you know is all the kids loved it yeah get home watching Ninja <laughs> Turtles then tell each other the Johnny Deeper joke um yep yeah so uh, so the president pulls Bud into the Oval Office says basically yeah you know your mom's right my administration's in the crapper you know uh, yeah and uh offers Bud a Cuban cigar but says no not that one implying he just keeps the mm-hmm. he keeps the one he that he's stuck in a cigar he keeps the yeah he keeps that one around um, yeah. and says like, but I, you know, I need you to be my running mate. Cause you're, you're squeaky clean. Right. Yeah. And because you're squeaky clean, I think that you're going to be motivated. I'm going to offer up any of my secretarial staff, uh, you know, as meat, meat for you, you know, any of them you want to fuck except for that one. Uh, the one in the blue dress who smells like this and he puts his finger into the guy's nose, uh, bringing yeah. in, Hey, we got the cigar, the blue dress. Uh, she comes it, in to give a blowjob later. She does come in and give him a blowjob later. Also, whenever there's like a, again, the same thing with finding a G-spot. Like, I'm I'm very irritated in this specific moment of time about sex jokes that have no conception of what sex is like. <laughs> and I, I don't know why, but like, he didn't just come from a finger in sesh. Nope. You know, like, what is the, what is the idea here? Like, mm-hmm. he never washes that finger. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I, I just, uh, and Bud doesn't like it either. No. Like me and Bud are simpatico in this episode. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, but, uh, he, you know, he, he freaks out and leaves. He can't yeah. handle it. Right. He goes and talks to his mom. He's just, you know, saying like, oh, oh, the churlishness, uh, et cetera. And she says, no, you have to take the job. And she orders mm-hmm. him. We get the eye thing again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the housekeeper has taken Hank and Dean to the Lincoln bedroom. Uh, I, I guess where they're going to stay. Like she puts them in pajamas while she goes to wash them away, saying that uh, mm-hmm. club soda will get anything, will get out anything, which comes back. Yeah. Like that is a brick joke that's for a, later. That's on. kind of a funny joke. Like yeah. when that happens later. Yeah. yeah that kind of works. Yeah. Um, you know, Dean uh, tells Hank that he thinks the house is haunted. He keeps trying to pick up a penny that keeps rolling away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to find this out because of the weird, improbable, just arbitrary ghost rule that <laughs> if you're a ghost, you can touch things that have your face on them. Right. Um, uh, I mean, don't want to take us on too much of a, dig- a digression here. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe that hauntings are real. If there's any place that's haunted, it's the fucking White House, right? 
Well, yeah, but like haunted in a much more de- demonic. Yeah. Like not in a fun, you know, the presidents are all there and they hang out and have a party. No, no. It's like, you know, haunted by the the people who are interred in the walls and like got buried yeah. to make it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, and just, if I'm saying, if Haunted I'm thinking, freedom, if, the ghost if, of it. if I'm thinking of any place that will be a locus for the world's miseries in a uh, Ghostbusters to, you know, sure, pink goo kind of way, there's some pink goo yeah. under that place. There would be there, yeah, Pentagon, know. yeah, Pentagon. Yeah, there's lots of places like Congress. yeah, but the, the White House would be one of them. Congress, yeah. or the halls of Congress. Oh, clown town. Those clowns, come on. The clowns, the haunted clowns. It's Pennywise's <laughs> Senator Pennywise <laughs> now, the floor now, from now the great I'm, state of Massachusetts. Now I'm just a simple country, a Lovecraftian spider from beyond the stars. <laughs> oh. I take this form of a clown as senator because your minds can comprehend it. <laughs> now I show you the deadlights one leg at a time. <laughs> <laughs> just like anybody else. When I'm flying at 40,000 feet below ground, uh, <laughs> My view looks now. My yeah. constituents up there in uh, Dairy, Maine, <laughs> they got some concerns about the waterworks. <laughs> yeah, they got some concerns about me. They're trying to vote me out of Wifus. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Senator Pennywise and Congressman Pennywise take the show on the road. So anyway, um, yeah. Uh, Rusty hears that Bud's mom has the hots for Brock until. Tries to get Brock to do a pity lay. Yep. Uh, so he can get in and talk to the president. Yeah. Um, and I love that, you know, again, self-awareness, you know, doesn't excuse anything, but in the commentary, they're like, this line sounds so gross in this episode, but it wouldn't sound gross in another episode. Yeah. And that's true. It 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 sounds really filthy mm-hmm. and just kind of like sexist and gross. Yep. Uh in this episode. Like the horny old lady joke that they made just rings Does, wrong. It it doesn't land right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the secret service agent tries to talk, uh, taunt Brock about making the big scene at the dinner. And it's like, man, somebody tried to unzip my pants and pull out my dick. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would like, I, I feel like I acted proportionally. Yeah. I can stand up mm-hmm. if somebody's trying to non-consensually pull out my ding dong. Yeah. You know? she, she deserved to be publicly shamed, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, secret service agent has to have a, le- a leg to stand on. Yeah. Uh, but this is the final straw that makes Brock. Uh, decide to help Rusty. He's like, fuck all this shit. I'm going to do whatever. Which right, again, I kind of right. like. Yes. Um, characterization. Um, Dean sees Lincoln's ghost uh, in the bedroom at night. And uh, the Lincoln says that Manstrong is going to assassinate the president because of a chip his mom installed. So Lincoln knows this for some reason, and he wants to enlist the kids to help him prevent the assassination. <laughs> I like the idea that like the bat signal for Lincoln's ghost is just whenever a president's in trouble. About to be assassinated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stay, like I would, I would watch the Lincoln's ghost series where he goes yeah. and saves various presidents. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't know, like we're going to learn, he, he has no reason to think this. He just saw the blinking on the back of, uh, on the back of Manstrong's neck. Like this is not true. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, and Lincoln, it's it's funny because, you know, Hank is, you know, the boys are clueless. You know, Lincoln has seen the Manchurian candidate, which is fun. Uh, I like that, but, yeah. but Hank doesn't know who Abraham Lincoln is. <laughs> I love the line yeah. reading. You invented the $5 bill? <laughs> yeah. The idea of inventing a bill is funny to me. <laughs> um, so he wants to possess one of the boys to stop him. He possesses Dean, and then Dean immediately goes to kiss his brother, Hank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hank slaps the ghost out of him. And he, and Dean's like, what was that? And he goes, isn't it obvious? Honest Abe's a, a Abe's a mo, mm-hmm. uh, saying that uh, Abraham Lincoln is gay because he decided to perform incest 
the great emancipator yeah. decided to do some child incest. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, just the, 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 the lanes were trucking in here, man. Yeah. Like, it's not great. It's below you public. Yeah. Um, like there, there can be a, you know, there, there can be material. You can make an offhanded mention to the popular theory that Abraham Lincoln may have been homosexual or bisexual or just generally not straight, but like, no, not, not the place, not the time. When they, yeah. Not by making it, making Dean venture. Yeah. Try to try to kiss his, his brother. Uh huh. You know? Yeah, uh, just and, and also having Hank say, "Oh, honest Abe's a mo," you know, like yeah. I don't want I don't want Hank calling people slurs, dude. <laughs> no, no, mo is not again. It doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so at his mom's urging, Manstrong is about to accept the job, but Rusty busts into the office with Brock's help. Yes. and again, this is very uh, it, you know written after nine eleven, but very pre nine eleven. Sure, like <laughs> Brock can just like hold the door shut. Yeah, <laughs> Brock's like, I think you have a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, and the uh, the thing Rusty invented is actually remarkable. It's really impressive. Yeah, it's it's pretty, you know rare that Rusty actually gets to do good super science. But it's another yeah. part of this episode just feeling weird. Uh-huh. It's this little like tap light that creates a, a force field dome. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is very useful. Yeah, yeah. W- which it uh it, it locks uh, all of the security out of the Oval Office, right? And radio you. signals and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? uh, really good device. Um, and of course it is, uh, the, the remote is broken and it ends up being stuck. They try and cart him out. Hey, you know, the remote is stuck and there's a nuclear battery. I like the, uh, like the line read like, okay, so how long will it take for the batteries to run out? And Brock, or, uh, uh, the, uh gosh, rusty ass Brock. What's the half-life on cobalt? <laughs> yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Like, you know, not really, uh, you know, underlining the, uh, the, the very, uh, scary reality. Yeah. of his situation where he'll die of lack of oxygen or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe you'd you know, be stuck it, there it, for five years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's fine. Um, so they, they write on the force field uh, <laughs> to tell people outside, like stuck in a force field, call army and scientist. <laughs> and of course they call uh, JJ. And this is the first, I forgot that this is where they show this, mm-hmm. that he's settled in with Sally and Ned. Yeah. Like that they're, they're a family. I totally forgot about JJ being in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode because I I think I've you know this is when I skip on rewatches yeah uh, just JJ is such a footnote in this like he's just there to like you know make make Rusty feel bad he doesn't yeah, actually serve just a kind of tease purpose. a little bit at some long running character themes yeah yeah so uh this is a good joke as well like in the intermittent time hauser the jerk secret service agent he has put a masking tape square around the resolute desk and says i've secured a perimeter mm-hmm. yeah very <laughs> funny <laughs> just that's all i know how to do is secure a perimeter the uh jj is trying to get on the force field he's knocking on it and dean who is possessed tries running through it uh and dean doesn't get through but Lincoln and his penny got through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean slams on the force field, but the ghost of Lincoln comes through with a penny. And this is where he realizes uh, ghosts only have the ability to move things that have their image. So he sends Hank and Dean to give as many $5 bills as they can. Um, this originally tied together some plots, um, quote unquote, about a protest and an upcoming civil war. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Okay. Like, I mean... I, I kind of wanted to see it because maybe they would have there would have been some more jokes uh-huh. in it or what have you. But like, man, is that just yeah? It seems like yeah, you would have like, known not to 
there there was a protest outside and like the 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 struggle you know the conflict inside was going to be like the civil war like that's why brock is in a blue suit and manstrong is in a gray one i cannot see what else that connects to like what that plugs into you know like as the boys go and do this montage um where they are getting these five dollar bills just from like army people around the yeah you know and security around the place just can i have five dollars yes yes you know and that's it like i feel like there should have been something more clever yeah there i I don't know you know uh so the the oval office the people who are stuck in the oval office uh pass around a liquor bottle and uh brock tries to apologize to manstrong Mm -hmm. you know uh that uh for sleeping with baldovich and manstrong's like you know you stole her maidenhead or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like come on you never hit that um you know uh and manstrong's like i would never hit a lady yeah you know, manstrong jokes and walks away when his mom passes out and just like dunks her face right on brock's crotch like goes bobbing for balls <laughs> like in a drunken fashion yeah and he cannot handle no he's like oh this is this is bad news um, you know, and, and Manstrong's going to flip out about this. We cut over as the police watch, um, be, you know, bewildered as the boys are plastering $5 bills to Lincoln's ghost, making him into a $5 bill golem. Uh, that is one of the mm-hmm. shittiest looking things I've seen in the show. It's pretty bad looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, um, it's missing parts of it. Mm-hmm. And like on the commentary, Doc Hammer brings it up and he's like, yeah, that thing's fucking scary. <laughs> like, I don't like <laughs> it. And it's true. It's like, it's shitty and scary looking and weird. Yep. Uh, it just, yeah, I don't, I don't like weird is, is a hard thing to do. Like there are episodes of the show that I think are offbeat mm-hmm. and I end up liking them because they're so weird. Yeah. You know, but this is not one of them. Yep. Um, it's fun hearing Lincoln talk about watching FDR sleep. Like, ah, there's a president, you know, but yeah, that was really about it. Um, his Lincoln sense tingles. Manstrong is going to make his move. He literally says my Lincoln sense is tingling. Um, yes. so he's got to go and, uh, and stop it because Manstrong is in the Oval Office yelling at Brock for mistreating his mother, uh, calls him a, a Svengali and a Mandingo, just basically throwing, yeah. throwing around whatever term he can think of, uh, to, yeah. to you know. To, to impugn Brock's character. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I don't, I don't actually know all of the, pro- I know what a Mandingo is. I, I don't know all the provenance of it. Yeah. It feels like something I'm not going to say in polite company. No. Yeah. It's, it's racially, like racially charged. Coded stud. Yeah. You know, stud word. Mm-hmm. Um, Lincoln comes charging in as the golem. Like he looks like garbage. Wrestles man strong to the desk and reveals the chip in his neck. Yes. Uh, and here's your know, twist or whatever, where uh, his mom, Manstrong's mom, shoots Lincoln in the head uh, to save her son. You know, just, oh, no, not again. <laughs> um, and the the idea here is, and they talk about this again on the commentary, like a lot of people didn't really understand. And it's like, it's, you know, whose fault is that? Yeah. Because um, <laughs> you tried to, the, you, you tried to like undo an entire episode's worth of red herrings in 30 seconds at the end of this yes yeah, yeah it, it's 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 inept yeah. um rusty notices the chip on the back of his neck has the venture brothers logo and he plugs into his watch this is the motherboard from gargantua one it's not a mind control chip nope it just got lodged in um, there during the uh during the crash it's not actually controlling him his mom just controls him mm-hmm. like uh you know like norman bates or whatever um and uh, the the chip has video footage of Anna trying to uh, seduce him while the ship is going down. Yeah. And watching this causes him to pass out. Uh, and while he's passed out, he starts playing with himself until he finally comes. Mm-hmm. And when he reaches uh, manual orgasm, 
uh, he says, my God is full of stars. Yeah. Uh, because he's, he's repressed. He's finally, you know, cleaned that pipe <laughs> that has been uh, logged, you know, log jammed for mm-hmm. quite a while. It's not been log jammed. His log has been jammed. Yeah. 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 Well, there's, there's logs in there. <laughs> um, smaller logs. What is, yeah. what is a sperm but a tiny log with a tail? Yeah. No, I can't, I can't um, argue with that. Yeah, no, it's infallible. Uh, and then as is Lincoln, who is kind of, is just like, <laughs> Penny, for your thoughts. Yeah. And that's the uh, the credits. That's the credits. Um, as we get into the post-credits, there was like a little side ply here, like an off, like a, a, a beat, like where Lincoln says, oh, maybe saving Manstrong will let me get my wings and ascend. Um, yeah. It didn't happen, you know, and Rusty says, oh, tackling a masturbator isn't good enough. And then we get a little like ribbing about Rusty playing with himself in the Lincoln bedroom when he was 13, a score and a half yeah. years ago. Which like, you know, the idea of Rusty, what they were doing at the, the you know, like the, that could have been a good source of jokes, having a flashback with the original team venture here. Yeah. Like Rusty would have done here as a kid. Like there's just, there's potential here that they just fucking lost. And then, you know, the idea of tackling a masturbator, again, people making sex jokes as if, you know, they don't know nothing about sex. Like a masturbator isn't a thing with any kind of cachet. Yeah. You know, like a public masturbator, like it's pretty weird that he jerked off to completion in front of his mom and, and coworkers <laughs> and the president. Yeah. But, and Lincoln, but it's, it's not weird that he masturbates mm-hmm. and Lincoln shaming rusty for masturbating. Isn't really a thing either. Like right. we, you know, Rusty was going to watch the best little whorehouse in Texas uh-huh. and have a little mono y mono, like <laughs> mono y solo, uh, you know, fun. Like it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, it needed a pass to somebody just be like, this isn't really a joke, dude. Yeah. Um, and then the, my favorite part of the episode is at the end, the housekeeper breaks the force field with club soda. Yeah. And like, just, I told you anything will come out with club soda. <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I can, I can see that. I just, uh, I don't know. It, it it didn't it didn't work as well for me as uh, as it worked for you. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it was like my joke of the season or anything. <laughs> it's, it's just it's I'm I'm a starving man in the desert. <laughs> any port, any you know? port, yeah, any port. It's fun. It's it's funny the way that they um, drop Bud Man Strong. I think advisedly, right? It's like yeah, we gave we gave him two cracks. It just it just didn't work. When they bring Gargantua one back. Like in you know in a pretty mm-hmm. big way like uh, later on like movie night and the pyramid wars mm-hmm. and stuff like that things that are kind of retconned into being really really important stuff the idea that Bud Manstrong not only is this person who is henpecked by his mom but also is traumatized by this horrifying thing that he lived through as a kid yeah. on a space station like that could have actually tied in as they bring that back. I was expecting that to happen when they started playing in those spaces again. It's just, it it's weird that they bring so many things back, but they didn't even allude to him. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling that like cutting their losses and pretending this episode doesn't exist. Yeah. Is kind of, is kind of what happened, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, I would have preferred the version of Bud Manstrong that they saw. And even the version that's in uh, careers in science. Yeah. You know, which is a, is a funnier, better episode than this. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. And again, though, you know, they talk about it like, you know, you get do a bunch of episodes in a season. They eventually moved on to shorter seasons. Yeah. You know, they took some of that pressure off themselves. Um, it's fine. Yeah. 
it's 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 all fine. It's over in twenty minutes, and then you mm-hmm. never have to think about it again. You're allowed to, you know, they're allowed to have a bum episode. You know, it's like, oh yeah, they're no, allowed. Can't, yeah, you can have a couple of seasons. It's still, you know, one of my favorite all. TV shows of all time. Yeah, you know, uh, it's just, uh, it's just, it is a bummer to watch mm-hmm. it. It's a bummer to have to like try to research it and be re- and relearn about it. Yeah, you know, to um, uh, to to be forced to engage with it beat by beat as opposed to just skipping out on a uh, on a rewatch, which you ought to do. Yeah. And the you know the rest of the season there's an episode that's entirely written by Ben Edlund which is also weird mm-hmm. but better. Yeah. Uh, than this. And the next episode is again it's it's a banger. Mm-hmm. You know we get Killinger in the next episode. Yeah. Um so it's it's all you know it, it's uphill or downhill either easier or better whichever way you want to <laughs> describe that. Yeah. Um from here on out uh, we've hit the nadir of this season. Yes. For sure. Yeah. You know and kind of the nadir uh, of this awkward kind of point before the show became the one that everybody is really in love with, you know, like season yeah. two, you know, when people talk about this, the conception is like, Oh yeah, it became itself in season three or whatever. We've disproven that by, uh, I think we've made a case, let's say for why the show was there in season one and, you know, there in season two or whatever, but like the show does qualitatively change and we're going to leave episodes like this behind. You know, the, the way that episodes will let us down in the future, which happens from time to time, will be different. Yes. You know, it, like, it we're still going to get the Billy Quizboy origin episode. You know, we're, it's going to be crimes of ambition where yeah. it's like very plot heavy and low on jokes mm-hmm. or they're trying to do something that is pretty cool mm-hmm. and it doesn't quite entirely work. Yeah. Um, as opposed to them trying to do basically nothing. Yeah. Which is what this feels like. Yep. So um yeah so thanks everybody for listening we appreciate you mm-hmm. uh if you'd like to get episodes a week early um and support us you can go over to patreon.com slash tv yep uh we would really appreciate that yeah um and if you would like to support the show in general you can leave us ratings reviews on apple podcast mm-hmm. uh tell your friends and uh listen to other stuff on the network absolutely yeah uh, we like it we do we do it we spend a lot of time doing well, it yeah we wouldn't have made it if we didn't like it <laughs> yeah um, yeah, and uh, until next time, go, go Team, team Venture! venture.